Good afternoon, American Legion Texas Boy State Statesman, as well as parents listening in at home. I am sitting here today inside the U, uh, the Texas State Capitol. We are here down in Austin, inside the actual building itself. We just walked past the rotunda, and uh, we're outside the offices of the House Rep- Representative Chambers, where our own statesmen are currently holding a meeting. Uh, today I'm joined by Drew Finney, who works here at the Capitol. Drew, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Hey, so I started here in 2014, the session before then, uh, started as just a regular messenger in our office. So the sergeant at arms is in charge of like mainly just keeping decorum in the house chamber. And so we run a messenger service to deliver documents to and from the offices. That's kind of like the bulk amount of work that our main staff does. Uh, and then we have our supervisors, our office supervisors will be out on the floor making sure that everything goes smoothly and, you know, assisting with whatever anyone needs. Uh, so you guys are like a lot of the behind the scenes crew. Yeah. So the only people that are actually allowed onto the floor during session are the representatives, of course, people with press credentials and then our office. That's really interesting. You guys are in on a lot of the meetings. You're hearing a lot of the important sort of um, legislation that's being passed. Yeah, yeah. Our office definitely gets a little taste of everything the session has to offer. Interesting. What's um, so uh, what do you specifically do? What is your job title, if you want to mind? So my official title is just uh, daytime supervisor for the sergeant at arms. Um, so during session, it'll be you know being there whenever they're in a committee. You know. Uh, kicking that off uh, during this last session, I was standing on the south side of the dais, you know, just making sure that no one that shouldn't be up there was getting up there and just, you know, keeping track of the members, being able to track them down whenever we needed them, whenever they had to lay out a bill or anything like that. Uh, and then with committees, it's just, you know, keeping an eye on the public mainly. So with that, it was a lot of just, I mean, as I'm sure you're aware, we get into some heated discussions and have some uh, contentious bills. Why do we know that? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we deal with. You know, we make sure that, you know, like you're allowed to come, you're allowed to speak uh, when it's your time. Um, but any time other than that, you have to show respect for the building, respect for the people, and, uh, you know, just respect for one another. Especially respect for the offices that these people hold. Because I know even in model um, governments as we've had here. We've had not too much, but a little bit of, I'd say a little bit of uh, trash talking, a little bit of some yeah. heated conversation oh, yeah. from the gallery and you know, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, would you say that's something that is constant, something that you are always worrying about, or do you kind of have an idea of this is going to be a chill session? This is going to be all So right. it's never a chill session. Of course. Uh, of course. So it's always but there are definitely like times where I mean, when you have like just bills that are on local and consent, you know, things that affect a very small area of Texas, uh, things that you know just might have to do with a little bit of like rudimentary funding or something like that. It's like we'll pay attention to it, but we know that it's not going to be an issue. And then when you have something that's a little more heavy, something like an abortion issue, or a couple sessions ago we had the sanctuary cities, you know, things like that. Those are things that we know are going to be a big deal. And so then we'll you know, make sure that we are full staffed and, you know, aware of anything that's yes. going on. I understand that. Uh, we, we actually have the exact same thing going on in our House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, any our party sort of meetings where people decide what their policy is down to the Senate, 
everywhere. Abortion's been a really tough issue and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a really touchy subject, of course. Yeah, it's just naturally, it's like we have to prepare for it, even of like how are we going to calm people down? So I, I feel you. I understand what mm-hmm. you're saying. Um, on that sort of note, um, w- when you are in working in government, uh, would you say at this level, y- you are not working employed by a party, right? You're employed by the, the, the building and the... Yes, so we're a nonpartisan sect of the government. So, I mean, our personal politics don't come into play when we're at work. It's just, you know, making sure that everyone behaves themselves. So it's uh, almost like being in the press where it's we, um, you have to do your job and mm-hmm. you have to do it. You don't get a whole lot of input necessarily. Y- you have to try to be impartial. Yeah, as can. much as you can. Yeah. Yes, of course. I mean, personal politics comes into play. Have you ever had a moment where you struggled, say, as an impartial, to remain impartial or something, um, or just to maintain a sort of... Um, where you find find this, it's a high pressure environment. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a lot of, um, uh, like we said, a lot of tensions being raised. Have you ever found it difficult to remain? Yeah, remain? there are definitely times where you just have a lot of internal frustration because you see what's going on, but you're not an active participant. You know, as with the press, like you see what's going on, but you're not an active participant in it. Yes. You're just reporting on it. And so with us, we don't actively participate. We just enforce it. And so... Uh, there are definitely times where it's just like, really, it's just kind of keeping a, like a stoic outward demeanor, making sure that they don't see that you're frustrated with what they're talking about or anything like that. Um, and then obviously never speaking to them about oh, your well, frustrations. Of course, yeah. I understand that. You never want to you know, go to the boss and be like, I don't like the way. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so uh, again, that sort of note, um, we uh, have a lot of social media is a huge part of obviously you know we're press mm-hmm. we're posting this on spotify actually as mm-hmm. well as text voice state um we deal with a lot of social media a lot of instagram accounts that we have running and obviously you know any collective of people now adults even you're gonna have a lot of drama on social media is that something as well that you have to look out for or something that you have to kind of be with your staff kind of like okay guys i know this is a big issue but yeah so with the staff um I'm not going to point to anything specific, but we've had some issues in the past with people posting on social media and then that being picked up by some representatives. So that's something that we have to, you know, if we see it, we nip it as soon as we can. Um, But as far as any other kind of social media, we just kind of keep an eye on it to see, because that's how we can get a sense of what's going to be a contentious bill. Because sometimes we'll see something and just the, because they always have a brief summary of whatever the bill's going to be about. And so sometimes it'll seem kind of innocuous. But when you look at social media, then all of a sudden you've seen that, you know, it's getting a lot of people riled up. And so we'll keep an eye on that. That way that we know, like, okay, we need a little bit more. Uh, we need to keep a closer eye on this yeah. bill, this group. Has there ever been a particular bill, um, you know, of course, at your own discretion, mm-hmm. but has there ever been a bill that you thought, this is going to be non-issue bill. This is something, or at least something where you're like, nothing out of the ordinary, but then all of a sudden you were struck by how contentious it was, how divisive. There was a bill that had to do with beekeeping. Really? Yeah, this last session, I don't remember the bill number or anything like that, but it was something that was like, okay, I mean, beekeepers, important, 
um, but a small group of people. Not really and, a, a voting block. Yeah, and but you know, I think every beekeeper in or in Texas, you know, ended up coming out for that because we had quite a crowd and you know people very passionate about their hobbies and that sort of thing. So of course, you know, speaking of you know, um, you you I think would have a lot of passion for government and that sort of thing to work in this office to deal with those sort of people. Mm-hmm. Um, w- would you say that? that's the case that you have a lot of passion for the process? Yeah, definitely. Um, But that was something that I grew into when I started out. I just got it because it was a job that paid the bills, you know, and when you see it and you're around it so much and, you know, you get a much closer look than what you see because, I mean, you know, you see the big stuff that's always reported on, then you also see the small stuff that, you know, flies by everyone's radar. And so uh, being around that and, you know, being a part of it is something that definitely increased my passion for it. So it's, it is something that just grew on you, something that you, did you think that this would be something? No, absolutely not. So it wasn't even your mind. No. Sort of thing, yes. Um, have you, of course, can never voice your opinions, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever written a Congress member or something like that while you're in this position and tried to, you know, say, you, you have obviously a lot of caution put into, but also mm-hmm. a lot of potential as like, someone who's in here every day. Have you ever tried to write a congressman or that sort of thing? No, nothing, nothing on the state level. I mean, I've done some stuff uh, to, like, the national congressman, um, but I've never done anything on the state side. Yes. Uh, so were, were you here last year for American Legion Texas Boys State? When we I was, here? yeah. Yes. Um, did you uh, did you listen on any of the stuff that they were talking about, or were you busy? Of course you're busy all the time. but yeah, I mean, yes, I listened to some of the things, uh, but... I mean, honestly, it was a few years ago, and uh, I just had sessions, so. <laughs> I understand. You, you think about a whole lot of stuff, right? You know, yeah. So, yes. Um, so, uh, you know, we have Congress in session now for the House of Representatives. Um, we see a lot of, uh, just talking about what, it w- what, okay. So, in Congress, we have a lot of moderates. We have a lot of um, um conservatives, con- moderate conservatives in the American Legion, Texas Boy State House of Representatives, mm-hmm. and in the Senate and the platforms, you know, all the people that were elected are very moderate conservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were here during the um, the campaign of Beto O'Rourke, you know, the thing that broke campaign funds, that broke the records for all that against Ted Cruz, you know, that huge sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, were, could you feel kind of like, you know, Texas is traditionally red state. Could you, do you think you could feel some sort of like a shift or change away from that in the past? So, so? this is skewed because we live, we're in Austin. You of know, course, Austin yes. is a deep blue dot in the center uh, of all the red yeah. sea of Texas. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there are definitely, um, I would say following the 2016 election, there were more protests, more like democratic protests and whatnot would be around this building um, with more people showing up uh, than what we had seen in the past. But it's hard to say if it's kind of sweeping the state side, more than what you would notice just from following uh, Beto's campaign. campaign and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've seen more here, but it's hard to say whether it's fully statewide or if it's just, you know, uh, more a more invigorated populace in Austin. It's just more inclined to mm-hmm. with like a, a Republican sort of um, government or Republican in office, just more inclined to be protesting. That's what yeah. I mean. um, So prior to that, during Obama's administration, did you have 
uh, would you say, more or less uh, protests or um, political action by the people? Is it going to change? or? I would say less. Um, like numerically, like the number of protests is a similar amount. Um, the fervor maybe has changed? Yeah, like the, the number of people that have shown up for these protests have definitely increased in the last few years. Yeah, so it's, it's people are showing out in more numbers, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that change any of the representatives? Not speaking specifics, but have you seen a change in the air of, con- of the people in here with kind of like weird, a more contentious time? Or So I, I was going into this session fully expecting it to be uh, divided because that's how the last one was. Um, but we have a new speaker this year. And uh, honestly, this session has been the smoothest session that I've ever experienced. Yeah. What's what's sort of for people at home and, um, you know, we have a lot of statesmen who do follow um, Texas and state goings on. But for everybody, what sort of bills have you seen being passed that you like, wow, these people are working together that sort of thing? Um, Any sort of like broadband legislation that you're like people are agreeing on or? I mean, some of the. It's hard to just pinpoint so many things. Cause, I mean, we, we passed over a thousand bills this session, and so it's hard to think of like something specific that stood out to me. I mean, there's a few things that uh, were unexpected, like the red light bill, getting rid of the red light cameras. Um, that was something that you know kind of was a little bit different. Um, I believe there was an increase to Medicare, so that's something that's yeah, an increase to Medicare in like mm-hmm. a red state. That's yeah, uh, so that's something new. Uh, and it was just a lot of, like, things that were, you know, you would have a give and take. And so, you know, whereas before it was like you had the majority was Republican, so a majority of Republican bills were passed. But now um, you had, like, kind of larger bills that were able to be able to be done because they were reaching across the aisle. And so you were able to have, you know, some moderate Democrats, you know, voting for Republican bills and some moderate Republicans voting for uh, Democratic bills and that, that sort of thing. That sort of thing. So um, would you say that, um, kind of closing out here, just uh, so we can let you go, yeah. mm-hmm. um, would you say that compromise, coming together, that sort of thing, is that the rule or the exception? Is it much more likely that people are going to be um, stay in their ways, at least in the House representatives or... With the House, because, I mean, if you have seats changed, uh, which we had a lot of seats changed this year, um, I mean, every session is a toss-up. You know, you go in kind of expecting insanity, and, uh, you know, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. You know, this session was a smooth one. Last session was a crazy one. Uh, And that's just... I don't know. The there's there's the no way to predict it, honestly. So is, is that the excitement that kind of got you? Yeah, there? yeah, definitely. You know, you go in and you just you're kind of ready for anything. Yeah, of course, I think that's what a lot of the statesmen here, like in the young younger like model uh, government here, I think that sort of you go in not ex- you have expectations, but mm-hmm. they're they're worthless. Like <laughs> yeah, it just but it's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Goal that sort of thing. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, thank you for sitting down with us, Mr. Yeah, Finney. Thank you. It was uh, it was a joy talking to you. And uh, thank you for taking time out of your day. Mm -hmm. It means a lot to us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.
All right, so this has been Douglas Dorfer with Mr. Drew Finney here at the Austin Capitol down here in Texas. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to the American Legion Texas Voice State official podcast for 2019. Uh, we will have more coverage of this evening's happenings in the House and the Senate, and we hope to see you all this afternoon. Thank you very much.